0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations.
1: Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me
2: and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And
0: Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit
1: streaming
2: our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends.
3: You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm
1: Mike,
2: and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro
3: plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no t-mobile service in past 180 days one phone per line while supplies last if new line deactivates all lines lose four line promo rate additional terms apply limited time offer see metro by t-mobile.com
0: you're listening to castrol CarCast on podcast one
2: Hey, guys. Welcome to CarCast. We've got an interesting show for you today. We're going to check on some news about the uh, tease the new F-150, some updates to the Jaguar I-Pace, and, uh, uh, you know, the next advancements in Apple CarPlay. It's a technology that a lot of us seem to be relying on more and more. But before we get started, uh, a word from our friends at GEICO. You know, we are... Uh, Though we're apart these days, we are sharing more, and Geico would just like to say thanks for that. Thanks for sharing all your cool videos, your dance videos, pet videos, dance moves, uh, DIY haircut fails, all the fun stuff that you guys are posting. And now it's Geico's, Geico's turn to share as well with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both new and current customers. And because Geico is committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback. That's geico.com slash giveback. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the motorator. DeAndrea here with Bill Goldberg. Uh, how you doing, Bill?
0: I'm good, buddy. You like my, uh, different? Well, you can't really see my background. I'm trying no, to change it up. Yeah, I they I, I I mean, got a just... the little pink flowers in the trees. And, <laughs> and, you know, it's my uh, my sensitive side today on the show. Uh I,
2: <laughs> I, I like it, always moving around and uh uh it's good, man. Just uh let's say welcome back to our friends at Dodge. It's time for Dodge Power Dollars. That means for every horsepower of your new car, you get ten dollars off the purchase of of uh of whatever of a dodge charger dodge challenger durango so come in for dodge power dollars today and feel pretty sweet
0: um, hey can i expand upon that real quick just yeah. just uh, gauge had a a date he had like a you know oh. <clears throat> yeah, his girlfriend his girlfriend came to his baseball game the other
2: day nice
0: and i'll just i'll get i'll get to the the best part of it Her his so he invites her over. She comes over to swim and her father comes and picks her up and he's driving a track car.
2: Oh, the track. I love that, right? Yeah. yeah. Have, have yeah. you had seat time
0: in the track Hawk yet? I have never driven in one or driven one.
2: It's, it's good. Yes. It's, it's good because, well, first of all, it's, you know, it's got the power, right? And it's got the sound. And then when you add all-wheel drive, it it does give you that crazy amount of traction, and then y- you start realizing it it does things that an SUV shouldn't be doing. Like it just <laughs> it's incredibly imagine. fast. Like I and I get it. Now we've got some pretty crazy SUVs out there: Porsche Cayenne, you know, turbos and Lamborghini Urus and and, and, Urus. and you know, whatever. But uh, but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> In that that track hawk and 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 I know the question comes up, uh, it's come up a few times. Is
0: so yeah? How would you compare?
2: Is yeah? Is do you spend a hundred thousand dollars getting a track hawk, or do you spend you know a hundred thousand dollars getting some other crazy SUV? There's some out there, you know, give or take you know a few bucks on a hundred grand. And my answer to it is this. If you want to modify it, get the Trackhawk. If you just want to get it or lease it and enjoy it and and that's it, you can get any one of the others. But the beauty of the Trackhawk is for, you know Attention. you've heard us talk about it is you can make that thing a thousand horsepower with not a lot of effort and it can take it. It can handle that kind of behavior beating and
0: that's 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 the next step after we converse for about 15 minutes yeah. it came to my attention that he was bringing it up to a thousand horsepower so i'm hooking him up with gearhead
2: so well there you go so <laughs> that's
0: pretty funny man. <laughs>
2: right now gage can't break up with the girl because you and the dad well, exactly. are our best buds now <laughs> yeah.
0: At but least yeah we got I, the car thing going and the bald head he's i, I got him about a hundred pounds but it's all good
2: yeah um Okay, so uh, we've got kind of a, a schedule today. We've got another show going on. You've got some stuff going on, so we're gonna uh, we're not gonna blaze through this, but we're gonna keep things tight as far as our, our schedule today. Um, we have some fun stuff in the news. Uh, we've got new F one hundred and fifty. This is a huge deal for Ford, right? This is They sell a ton of these trucks. Um, it's very profitable for them. And the launch of an F-150 and the success of an F-150 is absolutely vital to a company like Ford, especially after so many of these companies – have been shut down cars haven't been sold cars haven't been manufactured they're still paying like salaries for people like you know there's obviously the whole pandemic thing going on so this is so this will be a
0: virtual launch
2: it will be a virtual launch um we do have the ford bronco coming up in july coincidentally was on oj's birthday everybody made a huff about it um it wasn't on purpose. Ford just picked a date, <coughs> and uh, I think it was supposed to be July ninth. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: And then it's. Been I don't bumped. want to get in trouble, but the, the 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 PR for Ford and the PR for the president have the same of operandi <laughs> when they were scheduling these these big events.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Well, Ford bumped theirs to the thirteenth now. So uh, Ford Bronco coming later, but. We're we're in the studio uh today it's Wednesday it's the uh 24th of June the show should get posted today and then tomorrow evening is the F150 unveiling and what I'd like to do is is as part of that let's next week maybe have Alistair Weaver come back into the studio and usually gets a little bit more insight on these things uh, oftentimes even invited up to drive it and then he's embargoed on what he's allowed to say so uh, i spoke with him and said well i don't want to wait two weeks so let's just let's just have the unveiling then have you come in and uh and do something and probably the same thing right after bronco launches uh, mid-july so uh hopefully we'll get some more insight about that but this is uh this is kind of what we know so far is uh Ford doesn't want a huge departure in the look of the truck yeah they're gonna you know they're gonna change up the headlights a little bit and maybe a little bit of the you know some of the lines or the grooves and 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 shape of the hood and some things like that just a refined look because the current look. Has been very successful for them, so this is an evolution of it. This isn't uh, a huge uh, departure in the design, but they are taking a, a page out of Dodge's book. Dodge had a very, very high-rated uh, truck. Their Ram, uh, the the I understand it's not really Dodge, but you know what I mean by Dodge is, uh no Uh, But the RAM was very successful, and one of the standout features was the much larger screen, the big like split screen where you can do CarPlay on the top and the other functions on the bottom. So expect Ford to do something along those lines. Uh, I like them in the truck because there's so much more you can do with them, and it's not a huge screen tacked onto the top of the dash. It just sort of floats there like an iPad um hopefully not i mean dodges or a rams seems to be much more integrated um because they have a much more real estate on the dash to do something like that so i would expect to see a much larger uh, uh, screen on the dash um expect to see a digital dash and the gauges uh, we've seen that in the new in the new mustangs which is cool because when you turn it into the different modes, the sport mode and the track mode, it changes the layout of all the gauges. It gets rid of some of the things that you don't need and and gives you some of the things you do need. And you can start to – like in, in the Mustang in particular because you essentially have this computer screen on the dash, you can put in you know the Christmas tree for drag racing and the two-step. Yeah, you can customize and, it. Yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff like that. Um, as well as shift lights and 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 whatnot, so you can do some things like that. So probably gives them the opportunity to do it, and then also possibly a hybrid or even a straight up EV F one fifty. And of course, that digital dash gives them the ability to to possibly have one dash, one fitment, one piece of hardware, and go. Oh, well on the EV version, all the graphics are changed, and on you know or, or the hybrid version, so um and then the other thing that <clears throat> you're going to find in the F150 that I think is pretty significant and more cars are doing this are over the air updates this is this is something that uh Tesla has been doing and other car companies are rolling it out but you're able to you guys have heard this about about Tesla and other things you're you're able to to roll out new features, do updates to the software. And so much of the vehicle is software now. I'm not just talking about an infotainment system. Uh, Very famously, when there were the floods in Texas, uh, Tesla was able to send out over the air an extended range software package to Teslas that may have been stranded or trying to leave town during those floods. Obviously, it would reduce performance. You can't change the battery, possibly reduce performance, but increase range uh, for, for those people that, that needed it or wanted that option at the time when they were trying to leave town because of all those floods. So we could do some cool things with over-the-air updates. I think, uh, I think having those things for any vehicle, especially something as popular as an F-150, could be, could be pretty cool. Because now you can start to roll out. By the way, it, it, you could arguably roll out engine tuning of some sort. So maybe in the aftermarket world, you can go to you, you know your company, going, "Hey, uh, I want to do a, I, I want to do a tune," but you know. There's a lot of mail-order tunes, and they they load up a tune, and they email it to you, and you load it in your handheld tuner or something like that. I don't know if the aftermarket has access to over-the-air updates, but it would be interesting to, like like you were saying, you mentioned GearHead. we would be call up Mario at GearHead and go, hey, man, I got a new uh, RAM. It has over-the-air updates,
0: for example. (sighs) Send me a new program, please. And uh, and
2: he'd be like, okay. (laughs) And then he just – taps away on the old laptop there and it uploads right into your truck Uh, i don't know if it's going to be quite like that because if if you can get that kind of access then everything becomes hackable um yeah you know everything is going to be hackable at at some point like with enough
0: when it gets to that point everything will be hackable
2: right it's it's what you need is a demand for it right it's like hey if If something needs to be hacked or wants to be hacked by a large enough group of people, it's going to happen. So uh, uh, actually, now that I think about it, I think there was an episode of NCIS Los Angeles that you might have been in where at the beginning of the episode was somebody was driving a car and the car computer essentially got hacked. And it, it, like, shut down the car or crashed the car or something. Now, the funny part of it is, is they needed to destroy a car, so they took, like, a 1999 Mercury Sable, which clearly we did not have any hackable over-the-air updates or something. So uh, Man, you,
0: you can't be so perceptive when you watch these shows. Uh,
2: but I like what they were doing. They're like, hey, we need to keep it modern, so let's make the car, like, we we access the car, uh, computer and shut it down or crashed it or, or killed the brakes or whatever. I was like, okay, I get it, like it, like where you're at. Cut to Mercury Sable. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, look, good show, love the show, but at least they're also smart enough to go, yeah, let's not wreck a brand new Tesla Model 3 for the sake of storytelling. Let's just say, uh, let's, let's, let's wreck the the fifteen hundred
0: dollar <laughs> mercury hopefully that detail will be overlooked in place.
2: <laughs> it was so not well. overlooked by me um, uh, anyway so so uh digital dash dash over the updates uh, over the air updates, larger touchscreen, possibly a fold down rear seat that can act as a bed uh maybe not for you <laughs> no. Um, like we said, possibly a hybrid, possibly an EV, and it would be kind of cool to also see a, a Raptor announcement. Now, typically, you'd, you would hold that off for a year and go, hey, here's a new F-150. Let's get some out there. Let's get some tested. And then to keep it, you know, it fresh, go, oh, yeah, in a year, you know, now we've got a Raptor, right?
0: Um, but – these it, it, times may change that 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 strategy, you know, you know, I don't know.
2: <laughs> they could certainly do the announcement and say new F-150 will roll out, you know, end of this year, beginning of next year. And then, you know, uh, October 21, expect a Raptor. You know, they could just give it a, a teaser, something along the lines of that. Um so people could sort of plan their their shopping or if you currently have a Raptor and you're wondering, do I want to trade it in or sell it or get something new? The rumor on the Raptor is it could go back to V8 engine, which uh, is good. Um, that being said, the next vehicle – that uh has some news and some updates very welcome updates is the Jaguar I-Pace. The Jaguar I-Pace is the electric uh the electric vehicle from Jag. I drove it. I kind of liked it. I liked it for LA. It's interesting because I, I I just got this is a little out of character for us, but I just got a loaner today, basically last night, for the Chevy Bolt, the all electric Chevy Bolt. It's the you know i guess you could call it a Chevy volt replacement but the bolt came out before they were done with the with the volt and and yeah you know driving it here it's the interior is a little sparse and the seats are flat it kind of feels like a big golf cart and uh uh but i will say it this essentially about, is it, it essentially is but the range is better it's quiet um it has pretty decent power you know getting onto the freeway and the on ramps and and smashing the throttle down and uh Uh, It it seems to scoot along pretty good. Um, One of the things I did notice was, and I'll get into it more as I drive it more, was for a tiny car with a short wheelbase, it was pretty comfortable. You would expect it to be a bumpier ride because of that short wheelbase, and it rode very nice. I'll tell you what, it rides a lot nicer than my truck, and granted, the truck's 25 years old, but... (laughs) Um, and I've got to make some revisions to that to to make it better to smooth it out. We're gonna play around with spring rates and shock tuning and stuff like that. But um, I was impressed by the ride quality of it. But you know, the rest just kind of felt like just still kind of felt like we're we're trying to make Basic. these these. Yeah, it, it felt a little plain. And and I know they're doing it because how was the range?
0: What, what was the range on it?
2: So when I got in it, it said the max range was something like 274. That's what's on the dash. And I think I left the house at like uh, 240-ish, 230-something. And it was about 30 miles to get here, and it would seem to be pretty accurate. Now, granted, this morning we got a little bit of June gloom going on, so I just didn't use the climate control at all off. It wasn't on low. It wasn't on anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was off, and I would imagine on some small level things like climate control uh climate control, the stereo, even the stereo volume, oh, yeah. how much power you're drawing uh, uh but you know we've we've been fortunate enough to drive so many interesting cars, fancy cars that when you get into a car like the bolt and you go and you say. I get it. This is meant for the commuter. This is just for yeah. the commuter. Um, Different so,
0: interpretation of transportation.
2: You're right. And as much as I like to get into a car and enjoy the driving portion of it, um, I, I wouldn't say this is isn't the right car for that. I, you could have fun in this car, but this is meant to be the commuter car. This is you know meant to be you, you know you plug it in at home and it's very simple. And they're trying to make it affordable. By, by investing in the batteries and the and and the drivetrain, and not necessarily in all the other bits and pieces. I I don't know. Um, I don't have the Monroni on it, so I don't know what the trim level is because they just dropped it off. Uh, I'll get the information. Um, and are there, a, you know, is there a premium trim model? Is there a leather there interior? Um, but but the overall shape of the dash and there's no. You know, there's a bit of a center console, but it doesn't connect. So the dash is kind of one piece and then there's a gap and then there's the center console cup holders. That's also one of the things that kind of makes it feel like a golf cart is, you know, when you get in the golf cart, you imagine there's sort of
0: the two. It's minimal. Minimalist.
2: Yeah, there's there's there's. Doesn't have a a cockpit feel to it, like uh, like a lot of newer cars, even sports sedans and things like that have more wrap around. Uh, certainly, an extreme biggest, example would be like a C eight Corvette. Would be you just you know you're
0: oh yeah yeah. My biggest question would be how does it feel comparatively being invisible when you drive to and from work?
2: Yeah, right. It's funny because <laughs> I uh, at least this one is 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 kind of a nice. Uh, It's kind of a nice shade of red. It's kind of a metallic, uh, dark red. So it does stand out a little bit. It does feel a little bit small, but also it's, it's a little bit like, uh, I, I kind of think about like your property. I know you run around on the UTVs and things like that. And, uh, I don't know. There's something very functional about functional about the bolt. You get the stripped-down version with the biggest battery. You can open the back hatch. You can put the seats down, and uh, and it could be an on-property utility vehicle. Yeah, you really could. Like, why not tow a little open trailer or something with it? You know, Uh, no. uh, It's uh, probably look if you wanted an electric version of what you were doing out there, and you didn't want the straight-up golf cart. I kind of feel like this could, could play that role <laughs> as well. I don't know.
0: I, I'm sure that was in their marketing plans when they rolled this thing out.
2: Yeah, right? Toe a little horse trailer oh, behind it. I don't God know. Do you think oh it would buddy. do that? It must do that. Anyway.
0: We had a shoot the commercial. Uh, Jaguar
2: I-Pace. Um, when I drove it out here, I liked it. I thought it was quick. Uh, all-wheel drive. I believe all-wheel drive, if I remember that correctly. I think all-wheel drive – I. I I want to say all wheel drive, but two motors, not four. I think there's sort of a front axle and rear axle motor. I could be wrong on that. Um, It's been a little while. I I drove it right when it came out. Um, But uh, I liked it. I thought it was quick. Um, I thought it was a good size for the city, definitely larger than the Bolt, um, sort of compact SUV size. Uh, Enough ground clearance to not worry about sort of these steep angles and speed bumps and parking garages in la but not high like even let's say a rav4 you know it's not quite that high so it had a little bit lower stance um actually when you think about it you you think of my ford lightning and i lowered it and i lowered it uh not too much, so it clears. You know the the parking blocks. You know, like mm-hmm. in, in your parking lots, and you know when you roll up into the Costco or whatever. But
0: oh yeah, I know them well. My <laughs> my signatures on many of them around here. Yeah, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, so it clears that, but also feels low enough that it feels it has a good stance and it's good sporting. The Jaguar I pace was that way as well. Um. It had storage front and rear, which was kind of interesting um but as we've said for quite a while now in the jaguar Land Rover realm, the electronics are kind of subpar the The infotainment system um is a little buggy it's it's even slow it's slow to boot up it's slow when you pop it into reverse and the reverse camera's on, and then when you pop it back into drive, you know you're you know. One of the things that Adam complained about in his Jag, he's like, "Hey, I put it back in drive, and I'm halfway down the street, and the camera's still on." You know, in the back. Like, when when does it start to to shift over? So uh,
0: Jaguars has issues with electronics for a very long time, and I can attest to that. Having my father's uh, XJS catching on fire, dropping me off in high school one time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah,
2: yeah. I've always said, look, there, there's there's it it makes sense to to oftentimes outsource some of this stuff to a notable brand and get some cachet from that brand like why why not say hey uh hey google develop my infotainment system and say it's from google or or, or Apple, or whatever, or Microsoft, like like Ford's been doing with Sync. Now, I don't think it's called Microsoft Sync anymore. Now it's Ford's proprietary stuff, Sync 3, but but it, it had a brand name on it. They It was co-developed mm-hmm. with them, and I think Ford does it all now in-house, and I think they have uh, – I think Ford and several of these uh, car companies now have like tech divisions in Silicon Valley and mm-hmm. L.A. And, and and whatever, so – uh, so this is what we have is there are some more color choices. There is a bright pack and the black pack and the chrome. The bright pack has some chrome trim and the handles and the and on the grill. And the black pack has the black exterior trim pieces. So if you want that look and blacked out like logos and things like that, which is kind of cool. It has new 3D surround camera, which is interesting. It has their clear sight uh, digital rear view mirror found off of the Range Rover Evoque. And then um, the new infotainment system, which replaces the old one. They've got different names for them. The PV Pro replaces, I don't know, some other version of it. Uh, I don't know what it is. But now there's a larger screen. It's a 12.3-inch screen. It has CarPlay and Android Auto integrated into it. And, of course, it has that feature that we were talking about that we like. It has built-in 4G uh, cell connection, which provides live traffic. It provides uh, navigation routes with real-time charging stations, like what's going on at the charging stations. And, of course, over-the-air updates, which a a company like JAG could really benefit from. I see that as a huge selling point (laughs) for a company like them going – Going, hey, uh you know, you know, they want to roll out some updates, or if they find a bug, like you would on your on your iPhone or your cell phone and be like, hey, you know, there's a security patch, or there's a you know, or a new app has been released, and the app is a little buggy when it when you you know, when it turns on the camera or something, right? So over the air updates I'm a big fan of. Uh the system's supposed to load up quicker, be quicker overall. Um, and the big the other thing is is the Jaguar has a slightly different battery in it now. It doesn't increase the range or the performance, but it does allow for faster charging times so it's it's interesting because one of the things um, we've spoke about arguably complained about was the infrastructure for charging electric vehicles. And I know all the car companies are going, yeah, 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 but that's not what it's for. It's for that commuter guy, like the the Chevy Bolt guy going, you drive it to work, you drive it home, you plug it in. But if you want to plug it in outside of work or home, we still have a very subpar infrastructure. Even in in something like L.A. where you think there would be chargers available uh, in more places, it's really not. And the few that are there are always taken. They're always full. So Jaguar – is at least acknowledging that and saying hey we will do a little bit of faster charge it's not it's not about going from 0 to 100% charge it's it's if you plug the thing in for 30 minutes how much charge can you get are you going to get 20 miles or are you going to get 30 miles it doesn't sound like much but it is a big jump so if you can you know if you can plug it in for a little while during lunch break or something
1: As a business owner, you eventually realize you can't do everything. You need a team to grow your business. But hiring is complicated. Belay, an innovative staffing solution, has successfully matched thousands of small businesses with virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists to meet their staffing needs. And they can help you, too. So whether you need part-time or full-time help, they have the right team member ready to help you juggle less and accomplish more. Learning more about Belay is the easiest thing you'll do today. Just go to BelaySolutions.com. That's B-E-L-A-Y Solutions.com to find out if staffing through Belay will give you time back in your day to focus on what only you can do while Belay finds the assistant, bookkeeper, or social media help you need.
2: And pick up 30 miles that could make the difference. Look, you know, I, I live in Venice, I'm out here in Glendale. It's basically thirty miles. And if I could go grab a sandwich someplace or come in and do the podcast and plug it in and pick up thirty miles of range, um, that's huge. You know? Uh twenty miles wouldn't get me home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thirty miles would. So uh like some of the updates on that. I think that's uh that's kind of neat. And and i think we're going to start to see more and more of that stuff is is especially now which is interesting now in this pandemic world um people are a little hesitant on bringing their cars to the dealer to get updates done and get maintenance done and if you can do it over the air it's it's much more cost efficient for everybody if you think about when you take your car in for warranty work, somebody has to pay for that, and it's usually the manufacturer paying the dealer right somebody's mm-hmm. somebody's paying for it so if the manufacturer can kind of take that equation out you know uh for some of these things, then you know That's it's easier huge. for us and it's yeah. more it, i i think it's a it's a huge upsell so um yeah and uh apple speaking of carplay and technology apple's had their worldwide uh developer conference happening uh, now they do their they do their new product release i don't know once or twice a year i forgot what the event's called and then they do their developer conference and among other things there were some updates to carplay uh it's not really changing the interface for carplay but those of us that do use it and rely on it and want to be able to, to alter it. Uh, CarPlay now has um, or will as they roll this out. Um, you can customize the background or the wallpaper or whatever you want to call it. So you can do something kind of cool, put the car brand name, logo, or something, your own brand in there. Uh, so you can customize that. There are three new categories allowable within the interface, parking, EV charging, and food ordering. Which is kind of neat, and uh, we can dig into the details of that at some point, but I imagine so many people are like rolling up and going, Hey uh, hey cheesecake Factory, bring me my fourteen uh, pound omelette and uh, <laughs> and a slice of chocolate cake at curbside pickup maybe maybe there's a way to to do that via via the system to make it simple um or maybe it's just Uber apps, you know, you're just like i want my Uber Eats and you could just place the order while you're driving instead of having to pull over or scroll through or have a buddy do it for you, um, which is kind of interesting. And then uh, car companies are rolling out this phone as a key. Phone as a key, I think, is Ford's phrase that they're using. And I did a drive with them. Um, uh, I think it was in like Carmel and – and and whatnot, um, Monterey area, and uh, with the Lincoln. And we experimented with this phone as a key. Uh, You could obviously use the key fob and get in the vehicle. You can use the keypad on the the door that Ford and Lincoln have, uh, or your phone. You use the app on your phone, and you can kind of just walk up, and it will open the doors and access stuff. Um, So there's an expansion on that, working with Apple and the car companies, where – I could give you access. Let's say I'm out of town or, for example, let's say, Bill, you, you you keep a car out here in L.A. when you come out here to film, but you live in Texas and you say, hey, uh, you know, can you move my car? I'm having work done at the shop. Great. You can send me a text message and it will give me access to your phone via text. I'm sure some authentication process, password process and stuff and go all right, so now I can walk up to your car out here anywhere, fire it up, move it if I need to, do whatever and then uh give the control back back to you. It's neat because this this control, this phone as a key stuff um should be accessible on the Apple iWatch as well. So you don't even need to take your phone out of your pocket if you got the oh, Apple. Oh god. IWatch. Uh so it's it's turning into some James Bond shit. This is some pretty uh Pretty pretty techie stuff. Uh, the uh, The initial rollout for for these will be um, a lot of the BMW models, and then mm-hmm. um, and then uh, BMW and Ford were working with Apple on uh, on the different routes that you take for for EVs and uh, and and for the EV charging stations. We talked about. Uh, the Jaguar I-Pace having 4G and giving you access to real-time charging station network. Well, Apple CarPlay is going to have that feature in it as well, which hopefully will be accessible to any electric vehicle that uses CarPlay. will be able to access that, sort of a, a a generic or universal version of that. It wouldn't have to be proprietary to Jaguar. It would be available to anybody using it. So, uh, kind of neat... Um, some pretty cool stuff there as well. Uh let's uh let's do another shout out to our friends at Dodge. Summertime is the best time to join the Brotherhood of Muscle because Dodge Power Dollars means you get a guaranteed discount. The math is simple. You get $10 off based on the total horsepower of your Dodge vehicle. So every 2020 Dodge Challenger, every 2020 Dodge Durango and every 20 Dodge Charger, you get the most out of your horsepower this summer with $10 off for each horsepower. You can go out there. You can enjoy the sweet sounds of the Dodge Charger SRT scat pack, 485 horsepower. You can get $4,850 off if you do that. And this summer, Dodge Power Dollars is back on the Dodge Durango as well. This is cool. When you're behind the wheel of a Durango, you're behind the wheel of a performance-driven SUV. And whether you're rolling out with family or friends, you'll be able to fit everyone with the Durango 7 passenger seating capacity. So you get more power. You get more off. It's that simple. Hurry into your local Dodge dealer now to take advantage of Dodge Power Dollars. And now that dealers are open, you can go and do that. Or if you don't want to go, just call them like you did last month or the month before. <laughs> and the month before.
0: And the, yeah, month before and the month before that. Month before.
2: Yeah. Um, good. What's going on with you? What's going on over there? you working on the, uh, working on the garage, working on the car,
0: Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the garage yet. We haven't broken <laughs> ground. Another, w- another week's gone by, unfortunately, but you know, <clears throat> it was the, it was the sound, st- the sound studio. I had to, uh, refine the drawing uh, yeah. so they could finalize it. It was resubmitted. Um, all the turbo parts on the, uh, on the charger going out the powder coating. So we're, we're getting closer there. And, uh, that's it for me right yeah, now. It's no. good when
2: you guys are um, getting uh, that
0: space.
2: when you guys are getting into that uh, that studio. I know it's just sort of the shape of it now for the for the permits. But be sure to talk to Chris over here. He can tell you what to.
0: Don't what to think do. his phone won't be ringing <laughs> right when I need what, to. What the hell to put in there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You. No, no question. Thank <laughs> you very much very uh, much way way past due but yeah. yeah i'm very much looking forward to it wanda's barns finishing up so the next project obviously is the garage and you know i i, I don't want to talk about Right it needs on. Needs to be done. Like two yeah, years yeah,
2: ago. yeah. I, and it's eager. You're like you're, you want to get it done, and you're seeing the plans, you get excited about it. And I know you got cars scattered in storage and things like that. You're you kind of want to get settled in over there. And I know you guys have been doing that for a while now. Certainly. Well,
0: it's a it's a it, you know your life's completely upside down because uh, you know seventy five percent of my life is my cars and working out, and I don't have access to either one of them at the point at this point on my property. You know? Yeah. So it's a weird deal. And, and I know so how I'm not whole until that happens.
2: And and I know you can get I get this way, too. I get a little antsy because, like you were saying, like we've been talking about, is that we can't there's only so much work we can do. We can't go out and do live events. Um, only now things are starting to to open up where you can yeah. go out and shoot yeah. some 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 TV or film or whatever. Uh you know you explained to us many times sort of the atmosphere of at wwe and and you're not obligated to wrestle at this time but but that whole thing is still just you know there's no there's no audience it's a different dynamic and and so a lot of us are still at home going yeah yeah i i, I, I want to finish the projects at home before things kick in again like when you are able exactly. to go out and film you know TV shows and and start you know doing like even the pitches now then you can't you're not going to have
0: in. the time. Yeah, then yeah. you're not going to have the time to do any of it. So yeah. So hands on time is is, is uh, out of the question uh, at that point. But hey, man, you know, it is. What it is.
2: Yeah,
1: it is. Um, what it is but man. I get it.
2: I get it. So uh, how about the truck? Yeah. So the truck, the truck, not not a ton of updates, but uh, I explained the steering issue with you guys last week. On the uh you know the, the steering box because I have a front steer linkage it would turn backwards basically but backing up a trailer I'm sure it's fantastic <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but driving around um, and uh, this is this is what we've we've concluded as much as I want the quick ratio 12 to one box uh there isn't a gear set available that's reverse that's 12 to 1. Now, I don't know what the truck has, 16, 18, whatever. It's 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 sloppy. Um, but there's a group out here that uh that builds custom steering boxes. They build them for the street, they build them for racing cars. And they are building a 14 to 1 reverse rotation box valved up specifically for the weight of the vehicle it's going to get us very close to what we want, and and uh, we'll, we'll see. There also may be ways to to improve the ratio. So I'm going to try it at the fourteen to one, which will be a huge improvement. It's about three turns lock to lock versus tw- two and a half
0: turns. Twenty five. You know. Yeah. Um, when it was.
2: So it's only like another quarter turn to the left or quarter turn to the right. It, it's probably going to be fine. That combined with... Uh, you know, the tightness of a new steering box and the elimination of the rag joint and the solid steering shaft and all new steering components. It's going to be a huge difference. Plus the feedback. It's not going to feel super light and like it's starting all over the road. It's going to have a little bit more uh, of a solid feedback in, in as far as the pressure for the power steering and stuff, And which, mm-hmm. by the way, we'll be able to tune. We can change some of the valving on if we want to. Um, for example, when we do switch to the new motor, and uh, um, and it's all aluminum, I don't think it's going to cut a huge difference uh, off the front end, but if we feel like the front end is now a little too light for the steering, we can add a little more feedback to the steering. Um, now, but if you think about this, I, I haven't looked into uh, the different Pitman arms, but um, a lot of times you can change the length of the Pitman arm, which mm-hmm. would... In- increase or decrease the ratio of the steering. The ratio. There's you know so we may be able to get away with a longer pitman arm. Now the way this steering linkage is set up um I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I haven't looked at it yet but if if we get this built up in the 14 to 1 ratio, and I and I feel like it needs a little bit more, we can play around with that. And the Pitman arm is, is is a fairly easy swap. Where it hangs down, it's pretty easy to access. Two bolts, one on the linkage, one on the steering box. And I might be able to find one that's a little bit different length, swap it in, try it, see what happens. And if I don't like it, I could put it back. It's I, I honestly think it could be done in probably 30 minutes. You know uh you know it's splined you line it up, you can mark it you know you can go down there just mark it with a with a sharpie or a marker and go this is where it's lined up, put the new one on and try it that way. I but, sure hope it
0: works, man I hope
2: it works yeah so um I you know these guys uh, pulled the specs of the flaming River box and I said, look I know there's the Saginaw box there's the the other ones there's the three bolts a four bolt. We've already done the work on mounting this thing. I need the exact same case, so you need to find the case, build the box, and they said fine, done. I said the spline count is is the three quarter inch thirty, and he's like done. And because they're they're basically building this for us. Uh, we should be able to get it the way we want, and I think it'll work out fine. And if anybody is interested in a brand new, never used, only mounted once, <laughs> Flaming River steering box that they want to buy, uh, I have one for you. Oh, I'll give you yeah. a nice little discount on it. Um, great product, yeah. I, can tell, you uh, that. I, I tell you, like when well, you put it up on the rack, and I and I was steering it. Um, we didn't even put the wheels on it; didn't put it down on the ground. It was nice, super tight, works great, super smooth. I just gotta just gotta reverse it now there's probably some way to do the inline reversal gear or or move the box uh slightly to maybe to the other side of the steering linkage and custom weld it and change the steering shaft. but the easy solution right now is is just go with the box that these guys are gonna build and and I don't know maybe it's just me but um I was sensitive to the fact that the guys at Galpin Autosports had my truck up on their lift in their main area where they have a lot of high volume. And I said I didn't want the truck to be taking up your lift for two weeks. So I pulled the trigger on having this box made and these guys said they can rush it and get it done in about a week, which is probably about as much time as Galpin needs to (laughs) – Put together the rear differential. They get the housing back from powder coating, and then they're gonna, you know, so they're gonna assemble the differential with the new axles, and then they're gonna lower it. They did all my AC components, all fresh AC components to charge the system. So probably when they're done with all of that stuff, the steering box will be in. It should be an easy swap because now it's just the four bolts and Mm -hmm. and and essentially that's it. You know, and the steering shaft and the pitman arm. Um, but it 's an easy mount it 's very accessible where it is on the frame, and these guys have done it uh, already uh, a couple of times in, in fitting this so it can be swapped out in you know thirty minutes um, i'm excited to get it back i think it's going to be I think it's going to be interesting um, uh, you know uh, it, going over there and seeing the truck up on the lift, I just sit there and i 'm just scratching my chin going yeah i don 't know about the least springs in the back and when I lowered it. <laughs> the frame's not notched so you only get like in the back even though i cut the bump stops on the suspension there's only yeah. about there's only about 2 inches of travel before you still hit the cut bump stops right so oh, so it's it's a it's a weird thing it's like when you lower these trucks and we talked about the ride quality and the ride quality still kind of bumpy. It, it's going to require some shock tuning, which I'm working on, mm-hmm. um, possibly spring, but it's going to be mostly the shock. Uh, when I first lowered it and didn't cut the bump stops, there was only about an inch of space between the axle housing Not and the bump use. stop. So when you would hit a bump, it would hit that bump stop and bounce. like It would definitely bounce and, and kind of really make the truck unstable. So I cut the bump stops down a little bit. Um, added about another inch and it's good, but on big bumps, or if you've got stuff in the back of the truck, I've been rolling around with a bunch of parts in the back. Um, so it still feels like it's hitting it a little bit. Uh, and that with, with, you know, kind of some universal sort of de facto shock tuning. Um, I, 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 I think it can be improved because the default mode of this truck is uh is you know whatever it's meant to tow a certain amount and has a payload of a certain amount, but these days, because we're doing something custom, we can do whatever we want with that I'm thinking about a four link with a coil over that has that is adjustable. I could change the springs if I want I can change the ride height if I want. And a slight notch on the frame. I don't want to notch the frame and tub the thing and cut out the wheel wells and lose the no fluidity of the of the truck. Yeah, a little bit of a C notch, but just enough in the frame that I don't need to cut the frame up. There's kits available. I've looked at a bunch, um, and uh, and it can be done. It'll 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 give me a four link adjustable coilovers, uh, more. Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking for more range on the shocks um travel more travel on the shocks and uh probably some sort of pan art bar or something like that for the uh for the side to side movement and and we can tune it the way we want and look if
0: i i'd say go for it that's going to be probably you know other than the performance of the of, of the motor stopping stopping yeah power you know the the ride in that truck I'm, i was just about to mention you know remember the suspension that kw put on the challenger that was sitting next to you, my challenger the yeah. carbon car that was yeah, sitting next to Yeah the coiler was on it. Well i spoke to him last week and they're going to do it on the charger too. Oh, and yes. in speaking to him that was that you know, arguably the most the best the best upgrade i did to that car yeah. Period. Oh, I mean, it, okay. all the other stuff is cool and responsive. This, The ability to take the car to where it, you know, if much further than you could if it was stock mm-hmm. in a safe manner it, is huge. And the everyday ride ride comfort, absolutely the biggest thing, you know. So talking to them, it, it's just a big suggestion yeah. for sure. If you're going to drive that thing, because in the beginning, you weren't going to do shit to it. You're going to do one or two things, and now one thing's led to another, to another, to another. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I've yeah, got, you're going to drive that thing, man. You, you, that's my. I've
2: guess. got uh, but, KWs on my M3. I got, like, the Stage 3. Huge difference, okay. but, didn't Yeah, it? it's fantastic. And I was able to really huge. kind of dial in the height. Actually, the when the car was originally built, when when, when Adam Kroll had the car built, there was an old set of 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 uh coilovers very new when the M3 came out in two thousand one. Um the ride was terrible and it was too hard. low. Yeah, hard, bumpy, too low, and it, it took the enjoyment out of it. And switching to the KWs, um, I was actually able to raise it a little bit, which made it easier to to drive and rubbing tires and all the other stuff. Fully speed adjustable. Bumps
0: and, I don't know how many settings you had on it, but I got and, a number uh, of them. Walmart. Yeah, I've
2: got the stage three, so they are they are fully adjustable. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a thought on the truck. I'll put out there to you truck guys, Bronco guys. The um, the, the truck, the F-150 has the twin I-beam suspensions. these big, long arms that go across. Mm-hmm. I have the drop beams from uh, DJM. I'm happy with the... They seem super beefy and actually lighter than the stock ones. Um, I don't want to cut the whole front end off of this thing and bolt up some new type of suspension. Uh, I've just invested a lot into the steering. For those of you that are interested in the steering, this will be an easy solution for you guys, especially now that you can get a reverse rotation 14-to-1 gearbox. I'll let you know how it is. Um, But what I would like to do is to dial in the height... And the tuning of the shocks, and this uh, this truck has a coil spring with a shock next to it, and it what you would expect. There's a lower mount for the spring. There's an upper mount for the spring. And I know some of you off road guys um, switch to a coil over system with a with a lift and whatever. Um, I'm looking for, which we end up may make, is I'm looking for a bolt on coilover conversion for that twin I-beam suspension. I just want to take out the coil spring and the shock mm. and put in a coilover conversion without redoing the entire suspension. I'm sure there'll be some sort of lower mount we'll have to devel- develop and an upper mount we'll have to develop, maybe some billet piece or whatever. Maybe even, I would say you'd have to beef it up, but I don't know that you need to because there's always a lot of enough pressure and stuff on uh, on what's currently there, the stamp steel where the coil spring seats seats into and i would like to see a coilover conversion um and whatever i'll I, I could order the coilovers and the spring rates and stuff based on the angle of the shock and the angle of the coilover and the weight and there's some calculations you can do to get yourself a pretty good spring rate i'll match it up to whatever the proper spring rate is into the rear I'll go to the same company, you know, I don't know, a QA1 or a Hotchkiss or RideTech and say, can you work with me on developing a coilover for this? Um, you know, pull something out of your parts catalog. Let's get the springs and the length and the eyelets and how it mounts. And there's enough universal stuff out there that we can probably get it to where we want it. But mm-hmm. then be able to dial it in, right? And I, and look, if I do say, hey, I'm going to hook up a trailer and I'm going to tow a car to the SEMA show, uh, I'd like to be able to go underneath the back of the truck with my spanner wrench or something and, and adjust the coilovers or do mm-hmm. an airbag, uh, you know, not not the compressor, but do a helper type of air bag system if I want on, on, mm. on the four link or whatever and, you know, still use it as a truck. But around town, I'm not really towing stuff. I'm not putting a ton of weight in the back. Mm -hmm. So I would like it to be a little bit more compliant ride. And I think we talk about adjustable suspension on a lot of cars, but how often do we adjust this stuff? And now that I start thinking about, yeah, you know, maybe you hit a track day and you do some adjustments. But I'm thinking about how you use a truck. It's more likely I'll alter the adjustments more in in the truck than I would in,
0: let's say, the BMW. I, I don't really. If nothing else, it's easier to get to. Yeah, it is. I, <laughs> I mean, it, It's funny because... You know, let's be honest. I mean, we're talking about ease here at Apple CarPlay and you've been able to text you my key. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I uh, I got the ride height set on this truck where you guys seen the pictures. It's got a pretty good stance with the 18-inch wheels and the big brakes and stuff. It's just high enough that I can throw down a piece of cardboard and slide myself underneath the truck. You know, so when I was doing... um. The, uh, the speed center, the VSS in the, in the rear housing, mm-hmm. I would slide under. And if I got right under the differential, under the pumpkin, my nose would hit it, right? But I didn't have to use the jacks or the stands or anything. Um, and I didn't have to slide under the pumpkin. I had plenty of room. But I'm just saying right. if I did get under that large – The the largest portion of it, my nose would just hit it, but I could slide underneath the thing, get my hand up on top of the uh, axle housing, get with a ratchet, pull the VSS out, file it down. And I ended up doing that like 18 times just to see, you know, Mm -hmm. if it made the difference. And I didn't have to jack the thing up every time. It's the perfect ride height for maintenance. So when you're talking about adjustability... If the adjustment is on the shock, on the coilover itself, and you access it from underneath, I can just, I can literally slide under there, wheel still on it, turn the dials so however I want, try and it, drive it, and I'm done, you know? I mean, if you did a remote reservoir with the adjustability on it, it could be kind of cool to then, move that into the bed of the okay. truck or something, but I won't, don't necessarily need to. I You can kind of get to no. it. So anyway, all right, that's good. Let's wrap it up. Uh We've got another show to do, and I know you've got to run. You've got another uh, yes, sir. Uh, engagement. But uh, cool, man. Thank you. And uh, hopefully next week, let's see if we can get Alistair back in. Let's talk new F-150. That's going to be kind of a big deal. And, uh, oh, by the way. And no, I
0: think uh, – go, 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 ahead, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, and we touched on this last week, and I was like, oh, maybe I should sell the M3 and get the new GT500 because I love it. So? $25,000 markup is the current rate and you know how i feel about markups not gonna happen <laughs> not happening not happening but anyway uh that's it what do you got anything else before we wrap it up
0: i don't remember what i was gonna say yeah. all right well write it down that's how that's how, that's how that's how important it was
2: yep text it to me later we'll hit it next week uh uh yes, thanks sir. guys uh i appreciate <laughs> okay, uh, appreciate you guys listening thanks so much until next time uh for bill and myself and chris thanks so much for listening uh hopefully you enjoyed it and we appreciate the the kind words you say about us online the nice ratings and the follows on social media we'll keep sharing stuff and uh speaking of sharing though we are apart these days we are sharing more uh and geica would just like to say thanks for that thanks for sharing uh, all your cool videos and the, you know, the the fire up videos cold start videos burnout videos uh uh projects you guys are building your car projects um we like to see all of that stuff. So it's Geico's turn to share as well. And they're they're doing their Geico give back. You've heard us talk about it. It's a fifteen percent credit on car and motorcycle policies for for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for that long haul, the fifteen percent credit lasts your full policy term. Visit Geico.com slash back for more info. That's Geico.com slash giveback.
3: If you're anything like me, dental insurance isn't something you think about a lot. However, when the unexpected happens, it can help you avoid a costly dentist bill. Spirit Dental and Vision has dental plans that offer affordable rates and no waiting periods for major services. If you're looking for dental coverage made easy, visit spiritdental.com slash pod to gain a little peace of mind. That's spiritdental.com slash pod to get a quote in about 60 seconds. spiritdental.com slash pod.
1: Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, Get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details.